In a world where we are always trying to keep up, it can be easy to forget what's important. We're constantly bombarded with information and demands on our time, and we tend to lose sight of what matters most. That is why I invite you to join me as we simplify our lives. By learning to focus on what's truly important, we could free up our time and energy for the things that matter most. And when we simplify our lives, we create more space for joy, happiness, and connection. So if you're ready to simplify your life, I invite you to join me on this journey. Together, let's discover the joy of simplicity. Wanted to just kind of recap a couple of things. First of all, we are in mid-August and I want y'all to take a step back and just realize how far you've come this year. I know a lot of us set, you know, these big audacious goals for ourselves, for our business, for our life to achieve these things over a year's time period. And I think that we forget to stop and celebrate the wins and the accomplishments and the progress of where we are. I know for me personally and for my business and for my team, you know, we, we've been going a hundred miles an hour nonstop, rebranding It's Simply Digital, building out a whole entire new brand called the Toke Agency specifically for the cannabis industry and separating Lisa Williams from It's Simply Digital so that we could start to build my own personal brand. We're also creating courses and webinars and revamping our podcast and our strategy. And I just want my team, myself, y'all, everybody to just stop and celebrate all the wins and all the accomplishments and everything that got you from January 1 to mid-August because that's a lot. So let's just take a step back and give ourselves the opportunity and the permission to celebrate these accomplishments. All right, let's dive into today's podcast, Making Marketing Simple by Engaging Your Target Audience. And this is a hot topic because every creator that I follow, that I read, that I watch, that I listen to, they talk about the importance of understanding your target audience. And if you don't know who you're speaking to, you're speaking to nobody because you can't specifically talk to a broad audience until you get to a level of, it doesn't matter what you talk about, Oprah Winfrey, Sarah Blakely, you know, when you get to that level then it doesn't matter what you sell, what you talk about, who your audience is, because you're going to attract the masses. So backing it up for small businesses and entrepreneurs, we need to specifically understand our target audience and how it can 
lead to effective marketing. So when we understand our target audience, it allows us to create that content and create that conversation and and generate the value that our audience wants to hear, feel, speak, be, do. And so we really have to hone in on who are we speaking to and how do they want to feel and what do they want their life to look like after they do business with you? So what is their aspirational identity and what is the transformation? So let's dive a little deeper into the foundation of effective marketing, utilizing your target audience. So when you're creating marketing campaigns, when you're creating organic content, when you're creating paid ads, when you are creating any kind, podcasts, newsletters, social media posts, any kind of content, and you're putting it out there into the world, you're speaking to somebody. So who is it that you are speaking to? And one of the best ways that you could figure out your target audience is figure out what your services are, what your offerings are, what your products are, what value you deliver, and how do you align your content to the value that you deliver, but not only how do you align your content to the value you deliver, but how does the life of your potential target audience look? How does their life look after they do business with you. And that is the transformation. That is the aspirational identity. That is what everybody is seeking. And we're all seeking something. We're all seeking status. We're all seeking love. We're all seeking health. We are seeking something. So how is it that you could create that status, that love, that health, that transformational identity for your ideal client. So let's break this down into a very simple process. Let's say I'm a landscaper and I create these beautiful landscape lawns for my clients. Well, what do my clients really want? Do they want a beautiful landscape lawn? Well, yes, that's why they're gonna hire me. Are they looking for status? Do they want to be the best looking house slash lawn on the block? Maybe that's what you're providing them. Do they want time so that they could spend time with their family or spend time doing something else besides taking care of their lawn? So then you are creating time. So you're creating beautiful lawns, you're creating a status for that person who wants status. You're creating time for that person who wants time. But what you're really doing is you're creating this transformation of how they feel and how they present themselves to the outside world. So when the person who wants status walks outside and sees their beautiful lawn and thinks it's the best on the block, they're going in, patting themselves on the back, going, I got the best lawn on the block. 
and that is what you are creating for them. When the person who wants time and they don't want to mow their lawn, they don't want to take care of the maintenance because they want to spend time with their kids, their wife, their husband, their siblings, they want to travel, they want to build their business, they want whatever that time is going to allow them, they're willing to pay the money to get back their time, that is what you are creating. So you have to understand the deeper level of what you're creating for your clients. It's not just you're providing lawn service. And one of the challenges that we see in marketing for small businesses and entrepreneurs is our clients might know their target audience, they might know who they're speaking to, they might know that ideal persona, but what they are not doing is they are not sharing that transformation. They're not sharing those emotions that that particular client, that particular target audience wants to feel, be, do, look, see. So that is the ultimate goal is not sharing your features or benefits. Yes, those are important. And yes, you want to incorporate those in your content. But really, what you always want to hit on is that transformational identity. So how do you build out your target audience? Well, if you have a business and you currently have clients, you could put a list of questions together and ask them for their feedback on what their life looks like since they've been doing business with you, what their goals were, what they wanted to accomplish, and what you're achieving working with them. So make sure that you're listening to your current clients. If you don't have current clients, the other thing you could do is offer your services for free in exchange for feedback for getting questions and doing research and gathering information so you know more about what your client wants to look and feel like. Another thing is go out and research. Find other people in your space that are already doing something similar to what you want to do and go listen to the questions that people are asking on social media. Go research what kind of content they're putting out. Go and find who their audience is and what they look like. And then go do some research on demographics and psychographics and interest and behaviors. Where do these people like to consume their information? What do they like to do in their free time? What drives them? What motivates them? What is, is it that they are trying to accomplish in their life? Do they want more business? Do they want status? Do they want love? Do they want health? What is it that they are trying to get to and accomplish that your product or your service could help them get there? And you can't just come up with this research overnight. It's going to take time to build out that target audience. You're going to have to go and really put your listening skills on and go do some social listening on what other people are saying, what are people saying about you? What are people saying about your product? What are people saying about your services? What are people saying about other people's products or services that are similar to yours? And how can you answer the questions that your clients are asking? Now, let's talk a little bit about how you get into the mind of your audience. 
So you really have to understand what motivates them, what drives them, what's their desires, and what are their pain points. So again, here's where your audience is and here's where they wanna be, and you are the catalyst to get them there. So what is it that they're feeling right now? What pain points can you agitate? What are their goals? What are their desires? What is their transformation? People are either drawn to pleasure or pulled away from pain. So you have to decide how your content is going to be presented to your target audience. Are you gonna drive them to pleasure? Or are you gonna pull them away from pain? Either way, you're going to create content that's probably gonna do a little bit of, of both, a little balance of both, but you're really gonna to wanna to agitate those pain points when you, when you do figure out what they are and really drive them home. And then you're gonna really hit this transformation of this is how you're going to look, this is how you're gonna feel, this is how you're gonna be, this is how you're going to show up in the world once you do business with us. And so really diving into that mindset of your ideal client. And again, going back to where do they hang out? Where do they consume information? Do they like to listen to a podcast? Do they like to read a newsletter? Do they like to read a blog article? Do they watch the daily news on television? Where are they consuming their information? Is it LinkedIn? Is it Twitter? Is it Facebook? Is it Reddit? How old are they? How young are they? What do they like to wear? What do they like to feel when they go out into the world and present themselves. So this is all the information that you could do to dig into your client's mind. And the way that you could showcase how they are going to look and feel once they do business with you is through the power of storytelling. All right, let's get into a little bit about storytelling. I have a brand, everybody has a personal brand. And so my brand personally is the girl next door. I want my clients, my audience, my team, everybody that I come in contact with to feel seen and heard. I want them to feel like we are an extension of their business. I want to, them to feel like they are our partners. I want them to feel like they have a voice and I want them to feel empowered. And we provide transparency, we provide honesty, we provide value, and we are on top of whatever it is we're delivering to our clients because nothing goes out without extreme quality control. So our story is partner up with us because we're just like you. We are that girl next door. We are friendly. We're down to earth. We are an open door policy. You could come to us and feel seen and heard. So you have to understand the power of your story and how that transforms into 
building communication and building connection with your target audience. I know for us personally, and for me, when people connect with me, when people connect with us online, when people follow our social or read our newsletter, they feel like they're connected. They feel like we can go have coffee together. And I have so many clients and potential clients tell me that. I feel like we could be friends. And that is my goal. I want them to feel like we could be friends. That's my story. That's how I want my audience to feel. So what's your story and how do you want your audience to feel? Okay, so now understanding your target audience, now you're ready to start creating content for your target audience. So again, you've already done some research and you've figured out how they like to consume information. And maybe your target audience is only on one platform. Maybe they're only on LinkedIn. Maybe they're only on Twitter. Maybe they don't like to read newsletters, but they love to listen to podcasts. So you have to figure out how you're going to disseminate your information and your content to your clients and to your ideal audience. For us personally, we put out a podcast, we put out a newsletter, we put out a blog, and we put out social media. And the reason that we do all of that is because we wanna hit our audience where they're at. So we want to make sure that we have all forms of media to share and make sure that our audience can consume information from us at the right place, the right time on their timeline. So you wanna make sure that you're aligning your content with where your audience hangs out. And then you wanna make sure that you're tailoring your conversations and your posts and your, your articles and everything the way that you want your audience to feel. And so for me, again, have a little sass, have a little fun, have a little spark. And so I like to include that in my social media posts, in my blogs, in my newsletters, and on my podcast. So I wanna add that fun, that spark, that upbeat sassiness to all my content because that's who I am. And I like to be a little fun and sarcastic online when I'm engaging with my audience and when I'm engaging with other creators on the different platforms. It's just that that genuine friendliness in me that kind of likes to spark a little bit of the conversation. So you have to make sure that you're exploring various forms of content to deliver the best value for your audience. And I'm not saying everybody needs to put a podcast, a blog, a newsletter, and social media together. And that's a lot, but we also create content, blogs, social media posts, and help disseminate that information for our clients. So we wanna make sure that we're doing the same so that our clients know that we offer all those services. So going back to the beginning where I said, you have these services or this product that you offer and aligning your content, not only with your products or your services, but with your target audience. And then when you put all of that together, you create this dynamic content that is going to be 
seen, heard, valued, appreciated, and draw in your ideal target audience to you. That is what our goal is. We don't want to go looking for our clients. We want our clients to come to us because we've put enough value and information and we've built that know, like, and trust factor with our audience. And so they're coming to us because of all the information that we've put out. So that is why it is so important to understand your target audience. You want to pull them into you instead of going and seeking them. You want them to come to you. There's no way you could attract the market to you until you know who you're going to attract. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Early on when I first started doing business, I didn't really have an ideal client client persona. And I was attracting all kinds of different clients. And some of them worked out great and some of them not so great. And when I went back and reviewed the ones that didn't work out so great, it was not my ideal target audience. And so it was this learning and growing and switching and changing and processes and and systems and figuring out who am I speaking to because I was speaking to no one and I was speaking to everyone and I was attracting the wrong types of clients into my ecosystem. Clients that were asking me to deliver things that I that wasn't in our scope, clients that were asking me to do things beyond my capability, clients that were demanding way too much of my time and I wasn't getting paid for that. So be very, very mindful of who you're attracting because when you're attracting the wrong audience, that can set you up for failure. The other thing that you can do is you can measure your success and you can constantly iterate and make changes. So how do you track your success? Well, you could track your email or newsletter open rates. You could track your click-through rates. You could track your engagement and your shares and your inbound leads on social media. You could track who's reading your blog and how many hits you're getting to your getting to your website, how many people are signing up for your free content, your webinar, your newsletter, your downloadable guide. And then you could also measure your inbound leads as far as what kind of clients are coming to you and are they your ideal client. And if they're not, you might need to make some tweaks and some changes in your content or your ideal persona and figure out how to speak directly to them And I'm not saying that this process happens overnight. It takes a long time to understand your audience and get your content to where it resonates with them. So there's a lot of ways to track and and measure your KPIs, which is your key performance indicator. So what are your goals? How are you wanting to measure? what's What's your open rate? How many people do you want on your webinar? How many people do you want to download your guide? How many people do you want to engage on your platforms on social media? How many inbound leads are you looking to generate? So you can definitely measure those key performances. And it's really hard to to track a podcast as far as like bringing inbound leads to you. You could also 
track your podcast by how many downloads and how many listens and playthroughs. So there's different ways to measure your success, but there's this constant balance of measuring the success and making a few tweaks here and there. Measuring your success, making a few tweaks here and there. So I hope that this podcast has given you some really practical, simple ways to figure out who your target audience is. Let's recap with three takeaways on how to simplify understanding your target audience. Number one, go find other people in your space that do something similar to what you do and go listen to what their audience is saying. Go find somebody who has a big following and they're asking questions or you're seeing them answer questions or provide some kind of content or value. That's one way that you could do some social listening. The second thing is, Go do some Google searching on Answer the Public and find out what kind of questions your audience is asking about your product or your service or the industry that you're in and answer those questions through your content. And number three, make sure that you're speaking to that aspirational identity and you're speaking about the transformation that your product or your service offers your clients. So yes, of course, highlight your features and benefits, but more importantly, figure out how your clients want to feel. And let's go back to that example of the, the landscaper. Their clients wanted status or their clients wanted time. So figure out what you're selling. Are you selling time? Are you selling status? Are you selling love? Are you selling health? So make sure you know what you're selling so that you could speak to the aspirational identity. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of It's Simply Life. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. It helps us put free information and free content out there for our target audience. And this particular podcast was brought to you by our newsletter, It's Simply Newsworthy. And we would love for you to join our newsletter community. We put out actionable tips on how to level up your marketing game. And it goes out every Friday at 7.45 a.m. Central Time. And I will see you next week. Go be awesome.